Hi, I'm Mariana. And I'm Rebecca. And today we're going to be talking about study and organization tips for school. Today we're going to start out with a quote from Whitney Wolf Hurd, who is the founder and CEO of Bumble. And she said, <laughs> and she said, every day is a new chance to make a choice. Give up or build the solution to whatever is breaking your heart. Mm-hmm. And not only is this quote good for relationships, which is exactly what Bumble <laughs> is for, but it also oh <laughs> helps us in real life situations besides just dating life. Oh yeah, I think it goes way beyond dating. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she she's the CEO and founder of Bumble, sure, whatever, it's a dating app, but she's like a founder of an app, like it's a it's a technical thing. She's a she's a woman in tech. That's what we're focusing on. Exactly. Well, I messed up before we started recording today and I was like, "Oh, like this is a good Bumble quote." And Mariana immediately corrected me as like <laughs> This is not a Bumble quote. This is a quote from the CEO of Bumble. <laughs> yes. I just, I'm not a fan of online dating, so I'm like, let's not focus on the Bumble part. She's just, I mean, a, neither of us have, woman. neither of us have dating apps. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Anyway, this quote, I think is great for our topic today because it's, it's just, it's inspirational, honestly. And it's uh, reminding us that our we, we have a decision every day of how we're going to make... We have a decision every day to make the most of that day and be the most productive or yes. do what makes us happy and not to let our past kind of dictate our future. Yes, and I think one of the most, like, if I could pick, like, the best words from the quote is give up or build the solution and I think that really relates to staying organized and study tips because when you're studying and planning out things you must decide what's the most important that you must keep on like working on and what is just not worth your time. I also like that um, the two options that we were given it's you can give up and just like not yes face the reality or, or build the solution to what's breaking your heart so like this is something that's important to you. This is something that has like effects on you. And I know like in my past, personally, school has been a huge source of stress and like my tears yes. <laughs> and crying. Yes. Um, and so like if, if school is like I'm determined to do well in school and that's what is my number one priority right now, that I'm also and that's what's like causing me, that's what's breaking my heart. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, that deserves for me to put a little bit more um effort into it and see what works out and do better and yes make it so that it makes me happy yes but we're also not telling you to give up and drop out of school <laughs> if yep. school is stressing you out <laughs> listen to the rest of this podcast for studying organize organization tips so that you won't drop out <laughs> yes ma'am which takes us straight into our topic for today yes uh well um Rebecca and I are one week into our junior year. Woo! Isn't that crazy? Wild. That's terrifying. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Um, it's the start of the new school year. It's the start of a new semester. Junior year. Whoop whoop. Um, but it's also a very weird start to our year. Like, Absolutely. We, unlike anything we've ever had to do before. Especially, I felt like it was so weird starting off the semester online. versus already having like relationships with the professors and the people in the class and then just transitioning to online like that was a struggle 
but this has just like a completely different taste and like you don't know what to call your prof like I literally don't know how to pronounce some of my professors names and that's just the weirdest thing to me oh, or yeah. like I know maybe one or two people in the class in some of my like non-computer science classes it's it's very weird but um we're determined like we said in our last episode we're determined to make the most of this year and to start off strong and use uh tips and skills that we've learned in past years as well as like the last semester and summer doing working from home and doing school from home um with that whole transition and i completely agree with mariana with it being so weird starting off on zoom but i feel like you and i are completely different people from our from beginning of quarantine to now like i feel like oh, you yeah. and i have like this positive attitude and outlook on life than like before like i feel like we right. can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel for quarantine and covid in a way and mm -hmm. so that's like making us like more excited about our classes and be like okay we can get through this together together yes, yes together yeah and that's exactly what we talked about in our last episode um so yes i think this we wanted to kind of include these a little bit in our last episode but then we ended up talking for like over an hour and <laughs> had to do a lot of editing but uh we thought this sec like part two but more focused on school since we are in the new school year now it's uh good but yes when mariana was talking about zoom and like not even knowing how to pronounce our professor's name what to call them blah blah i relate to that so much like i think if you ask me the names of my teachers either i would give you a completely incorrect pronunciation <laughs> or i wouldn't even give you a correct name at this point because it's just so difficult and then we're meeting so many people in our classes because teachers have learned how to use zoom they're like implementing breakout rooms and then you're randomly yeah, assigned true. to these students and so then you have to learn new names and be put in these awkward situations because some people don't have a camera because like their computer may not have one most most people don't turn on their camera and most people just don't turn them on in general so then it's just usually you with your camera everyone if you're listening to this please put on your camera when you're in class please please because for me, it just helps me if I see people, like, taking notes and, like, looking at the teacher or looking at the screen. Yeah. It, like, makes me feel like I'm part of, like, I'm in a class instead of there's this one class that I'm in where it's just the professor with his screen on. Everyone else muted, no camera, and they only say stuff in the chat. They don't even say stuff out loud to him. Oh, God. No, I can't do that. Okay, so I, I'm i keeping just – this is my I, – I know, like, all, all other people, you know – like, it could be distracting for them to look at maybe themselves or look at other people. So I don't think necessarily everyone, but, like, I think the more social people, like me, I will not pay attention if my camera's off. Like, I, yeah. I, I do it literally for me to keep myself accountable. Yeah. But I have to say that in my uh, one of my classes, the professor doesn't have his camera on. No one else has his have their camera on. And so I just don't put my camera on because I don't want to be the one odd girl that has her yeah. camera on. Um, <laughs> and I, I literally do not pay attention in that class. Like, it's, I'm going to have to, like, really for maybe, like, give my mom my phone or something because 
I cannot do it. I can't. I can't. I know. I know. I think the biggest tip we can give people with Zoom is if they don't want to have their camera on, or they do, keep it on speaker view on Zoom. So then it's only showing the person that's talking. Because that keeps you focused. Because then it's the teacher talking to you. So you're watching the teacher, and it kind of feels like they're looking at you. So you're like, crap, I have to pay attention and take notes. Mm -hmm. And then if if someone's asking a question that makes you see them, or like it points them out or whatever. And so then you can be like, oh, they're asking a question. It must be important, da-da-da. And I think that is a good way to try to pay attention because otherwise if you have it on like all the squares of all the students, A, you're not going to see the slides if the teacher like starts to show them, but then you're just going to see all these random people that may or may not have their videos on and that's just wasting your time in that class to scroll through that. Well, like I actually, I do it so that I can see the screen, like that's the big one. And then mm-hmm. on the side, I can see some of the other students. Yeah. I like doing that because it doesn't make me feel like I'm alone. You're the only in this one. Class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely make it usually... full screen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have my monitor, which is one of like the pros of doing school um, online is yeah. like I have one side one my, my like my computer has zoom or has like my canvas split screened with zoom and then yeah. I can take notes on my monitor vice versa or whatever right um, but going off with zoom I like speaking up like the chat is fine whatever yeah but I like speaking up if yeah. the professor allows it of course and like show my face and ask a question and you know not worry about how I'm phrasing the question because the professor can tell what I'm trying to say or whatever. Right. And then I think it also, like, when people speak up and ask the question, it helps me remember that. Okay, yes, I completely agree with speaking up in class. Mari and I, Mariana and I are both in a couple of classes together, some computer science ones, which are amazing. Hey. And I think both of us have held each other accountable to speak up. I'm just going to flex really quick that I was the first to speak up ever in our one of our computer science classes, which I'd never do. But for me, in a way, I feel like not only is it good for me to to pay attention, but it also shows the professor that I'm paying attention and interested in the material. Mm -hmm. Because through Zoom, it's hard to see if your students are actually paying attention, if they don't have their camera on, if they're not adding anything to the chat, if they're not speaking up or asking questions. So it's really hard to gauge who is interested and who cares about your class. This is a general tip going off of that and something that I received literally like since I started high school, but I was always told and advised to make relationships and build relationships with the professors. And so they know who I am, they know my major, they know what's going on. And so far in college, I've been able to do that because like either I'll just start having a conversation with the professor or go to their office hours, which is really, really important, um, or whatever, especially computer science professors. Like computer, yes. I feel like the majority of the school of computing department knows me at this point. Yes, they do. <laughs> or, Everyone knows yeah. who you are. <laughs> Everyone kind of knows who I am from all like my involvements. You're so like the popular thing, student when you thing. walk through that hallway at McAdams. <laughs> But only for the professors and the faculty, <laughs> like the other, the other students couldn't care less. But anyway, no, but that's been really helpful. Like, um, not just like I've gotten some like really good letters of recommendations to like different things that I've applied to, but also just that comfort. Like if I'm really struggling, I'll go to my professor and be like, hey, 
I know I didn't do well on this exam and I studied, but help me out. And literally like most of the time they do help me out because yeah. they know that I have already like built that relationship and I've already put in that that effort. Right. No, I've definitely, but actually one week before classes started, I emailed one of my professors to whose class this year is asynchronous because I was like, mm-hmm. we're never going to communicate with her if we don't email her ourselves because we're not going to see her on Zoom. We're not even going to see her in person, obviously. And so I emailed her and just like kept making sure I understood a couple of things about the class and letting her know I was interested and like excited about it. And so she like yeah. responded back and was like, I'm so glad to hear from you. And like she clarified a couple of things for me. And it just made me feel like, okay, I have shown that my interest in this class and now hopefully she knows my name if I like have extra questions for her throughout the semester. Absolutely. Definitely. Okay, so I have a little hack. Okay, let's um, hear it. I I have a ton of little like study hacks because I spend more time organizing and planning than actually doing the work. That's yes. Um, yes. Yep. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm doing well. Um, okay, so I go on my Google Calendar and I create a new calendar and um, I put all my professors or TAs or PAL leaders or whatever, I put their office hours on my calendar and then I hide it unless I need the office hours. That's smart. So, so like when I just open up my calendar, I don't see everything. But, or I, I see everything except the office hours. And then if I need office hours, I check it and it already has, like it tells me where when it overlaps with my other class or if I, um, locations, like it could be across campus if we ever go back. <laughs> um, but in the past, like it would be across campus and it just like didn't make sense for me to go during that time. So I would set up an appointment for a later time. Right. But that was such a game changer. It literally has like all of the information and then, when we switched to virtual, I would put, if there was like a set Zoom link that wouldn't change or whatever, I'd put it in there. Um, that was, yeah, that was really helpful for me. For no, me. I think that's actually a good idea. I use Apple's calendar, which I know you're not a fan of, but I'll have it to look okay. into I have seeing. them synced. Okay, yeah. I'll have to look at into it and see if you can hide stuff in Apple's calendar. Because right now, I put office hours at the beginning of my handy dandy real life i am very busy planner which i highly recommend people to get it's colorful and it has stickers and it has kept me organized for this first what week maybe week today yes week today of classes um but something that i think is really so i keep my office hours at the very front of the planner so then if i need to go i can just immediately look at the list of all my classes and be like oh it's this one at this time with this application because I don't know about anyone else, but my teachers are using something different, a different platform for each office hours for each class. There's mm-hmm. Microsoft Teams. There's I'm I have to learn how to use Flipgrid, which I'd never heard of before, which isn't for office hours, but it's just another application that I have to figure out. And there's just so many different things that different teachers require, which if I didn't keep track of it at the front of my planner, if I needed it, then I would be a mess if I needed to go to office hours. But another thing that I use and highly recommend is the reminders app just in your phone. If you just need something quick, that's not like an everyday thing, then I suggest putting it in. Like if you have something due, that's not like, like if you have a homework and you're like, oh crap, I'm going to forget about it. And like, you don't want to write it down somewhere 
or take the time to put it in a calendar, just put it in the, in the reminders app, set a time that you will be available to do it and set it. So then like your phone alerts you and is like, oh, do this homework right now. It's due in an hour. Um, so for me, that's a really important and useful tool. Another one that I did was, this is probably super extra, but since we're home, I was kind of bored. I got a bunch of different color pens. And so I set each class with a different color. And I think, Mariana, you kind of do the same thing, but like maybe just with Mm -hmm. your calendar and like Canvas or whatever. But I also set it with pens. So then when I'm writing homework down for like my geology class, it's I know in my head right now, geology is orange or like one of my law classes that I'm taking is purple. And so I'll just know that now when I'm writing it down or I actually set the colors in Canvas, which you can do, which is super helpful. And Mm -hmm. it makes your canvas kind of look pretty if all the teachers in case do like these really ugly colors. Um, And also in Canvas, this is my last thing and then you can go with some (laughs) of your tips. Um, But I, I guess I just figured that I'd always had all of my alerts on for all of my classes because I always got the emails. But then I found out there's a whole settings for alerts within Canvas and you can adjust how you get alerts, what type of alerts you want and change them and alter them for how you want them to how you want to receive them like do you want them just like in the announcements in your canvas app do you want to get an email do you not want anything and I didn't know that there were so many options it was kind of overwhelming when I was looking through it but now I can get alerts when someone posts a discussion when the teacher posts a new discussion when I get a new grade when I get a new assignment released when I get my grade for the assignment and so I think I mean, I like getting all these alerts. I don't know if that's just like insane for me to get like 10 emails a day about different things, but that helps me. And so then I'll not completely read or delete the email until I've completed that task, if that makes sense. I do the same thing with emails. I will like read them and then mark them as unread if I need to go back to them Mm -hmm. because I hate, I hate having a not empty inbox or like any notifications. Like I'm the kind of person that I want a clean phone and I don't want any notifications. So if I have like reminders or calendar events that I haven't responded to or whatever, it drives me insane so that I'm more likely to finish that task. Yes. I like to have no emails. So then every single day when I refresh it, then I get all these emails. So I start over and then I can go through all of them by the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. very helpful. I have, I have another Canvas hack. Oh my gosh, let me hear That it. I discovered freshman year. And I remember I was doing homework next to one of my friends and she noticed that I did this and she was like, wait a minute, how did you do that? And I was like, oh, it's really simple. So I don't know how many people actually know this or do this, but Clemson uses Canvas and by default, Canvas puts, like if you go to your dashboard, it has all your classes kind of in a block view, like it's called card view, Uh right? I see it right now, I just pulled it up. Yeah, if you go to the top right, there's like three dots. Uh-huh. You can put it on list view. I guess you're like oh. following a lot. And it, right? It puts, it shows you all your classes. Um, It's in a chronological order by date. And then you can check, like, if you submitted an assignment that's due today. <laughs> Rebecca's what? face is like so I'm surprised I'm so amazed right now. right now. Oh, yeah. It's a game changer. Um, So, so like... Announcements. If an announcement was posted on a single day and you need to read it, you can read it and then you can check it and it will scratch it out. Um, Yeah, yeah. This this thing is a game changer. I like since 
I discovered it, I have not changed it back to card view because you can literally see everything you need to do. You can see calendar events. So Zoom, like all the professors that are yeah. have the Zoom scheduled, I don't have to go into the class, go into the modules and then find the Zoom page. I just click on it when I log in right away. Yes. <laughs> I I don't think everyone on this podcast listening realizes how excited I am about this. And it also Moments shows all of the office hours, too, for all my classes, and if they happen today or not. Wait, really? Okay. Yeah, for me, it shows, that, but... like, whoever, my, one of my teacher's office hours and the Zoom online meeting right there. That is so cool. It's the coolest thing. I don't know how many people actually know about this. But I, I like it for the assignments, so I can see when my assignments are due in, like, this... And I can, um, I don't know, I and then, like, I do the color thing with my classes, too, so yeah. seeing all those colors on the side, that helps me. Um, this is a side note and off-topic, but I just want to recommend, if anyone has extra room in their class schedule to take a leisure class, they should take this stress coping and flourishing, or any type, whatever it is at your school, meditation class... And obviously, you can easily just get through the class without actually doing what you're supposed to. But each week, my professor is giving us a new little meditation. And so this week, it's basically you go and you just sit or you can lay down or whatever, and you breathe, and then you start focusing on different parts of your body while you're breathing. Oh, I know you wanted me to take this class with you I know, this semester, I did. but I'm already <laughs> at so many credit hours. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm kind of overwhelmed too, but I mean, I just, since I'm so stressed, I was like, might as well add a new class, which is a de-stressor. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. Okay, oh, going back to calendars, I yeah. get so excited about like little study tricks and stuff, because... I don't know. I don't know why, but like it I makes me feel world. like my life is complete and organized, even though it's not. <laughs> I'm, we're doing our best here. We're all doing our best. But I um, so you just mentioned that you have an asynchronous online class. Yeah, I have I have one asynchronous online class. Okay, I had one last semester and that was my first time taking an online class since high school. Wow. And yep. Um, so in high school, I didn't <laughs> really do the work for my online class, and then I like <laughs> suffered the consequences for that. And that's because I didn't set a time aside mm. for that class. Mm-hmm. So last semester and this semester, I went into my Google Calendar, and w- along with my class schedule, oh, I for those who don't know, you can also like, um, so Clemson uses iRoar as their like class registration. You can download your that calendar and then just upload it into like Apple calendars or Google calendars. You don't have to mainly put your classes and then it has like the location and the professor's name and all that section number. That's super anyway, cool. And, I think I did know I have, that. Like, yeah. And then I have like the Google calendar app on my phone so I can just like use the widget and see what class I'm supposed to be at. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I also add my asynchronous online classes and I dedicate a time that I will do that class. That's smart. No matter what. Yeah. Like that nothing goes into that time. It's as if I had to go 
physically in that class. That's a really um, good so idea. So I take like the first the first like couple lecture I try to gauge how much time this class is going to take me and then I put those in there and then I'm I'm also doing the same thing with my internship this semester like mm, that's right. they're really flexible and they weren't they, I was told that I could just like work whenever. That's amazing. Um, but I was like no, then I'm not going to work at all. <laughs> yeah, so true. I like went in I went in and like scheduled work for myself and again nothing gets in in that way. No. In the way of that. I think that's amazing. And that reminded me of what I've done, which I don't even think I've realized what I've done because it's like a good idea in my opinion, but I just didn't even think about it. And so for me this semester, my Thursdays are more free in terms of not having synchronous classes. Like I only have one synchronous class on Thursdays. And so what Mm -hmm. I do is I add my asynchronous classes to my Tuesday, Thursday days. And so I, right. so like in my planner or whatever, I put my homework for those asynchronous classes on the same Tuesday, Thursday block. So I treat it like I have the classes those days. Yeah. Um, Very smart. Yes. Which I didn't even, I just did it without even thinking. But um, one other hack that I can think of off the top of my head, which I haven't done yet because this first week has been so hectic with just so much different things going on with getting organizations ready and like with my different organizations and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I usually do is, if you don't have a printer, that's totally fine. I like printing out all of my syllabuses just to like have them easy and right there ready for me to go. Um, Because I might not print out anything else the rest of the semester since everything's (laughs) online. So then I have something that's like tangible. Um, But what I do is I go through the syllabus and I look at all of the test dates and the big project assignments, and I put those dates in my calendar, and then I make reminders starting a week before. I think I usually do, like, seven days before, and then I'll do, like, three days, and then one day. That's honestly so smart, smart. because I remember even, like, freshman year, you'd be like, hey, are you, like, ready for our exam next week? And I'm like, hold up, it's next week. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, but that's what I've just always done, because it just helps me, so then it's in the back of my head if I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, yeah exactly which ends up stressing me out maybe but (laughs) it keeps me in check with being like oh gets you prepared exactly I'm like okay maybe I shouldn't go and do this today and I should dedicate some time to start studying for this exam next week um Mm -hmm. but just things like that have been very helpful for me with classes in general but I think especially online classes since we're not around our peers to know that assignments are due you have to hold yourself accountable to get your stuff done yeah, I do something similar, and it's, like, my pride and joy. Oh, my God, so, it's amazing. <laughs> everyone that's seen it has commented on how extra I'm I am. I'm so fascinated by it. I, yeah, okay, so to give the listeners who don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so this is what I do. Last semester was on Google Sheets, uh-huh. but I kind of have a different system this semester. Yes. But basically, I created this huge Google Sheet at the beginning of the semester. Mm-hmm. I kind of, like, I went a little bit crazy, but... Um, it was amazing. base, yeah. <laughs> as a base, I put, like, one column was just, like, a checkbox. And then the next column was what class it was, and then what assignment it was, and then the due date. And I had it, so there was, like, conditional formatting. So if I type CPSC... 2150 then it would turn the whole like row would turn the color that I have assigned for that class and like literally everything else I do so I go through my syllabi 
and I literally put like every assignment and every project, which is an assignment, mm-hmm. and every exam on it, and then exams are bolded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have it sorted by date, and I had them separated by week. Amazing. So I could like, so it wasn't like a huge thing. And then at the top, I did some computer science magic and I made a progress bar so that every time I would check something, it would like show me how done I was. Oh, also when I would check something, it would like scratch it out, which I thought was the most satisfying. It's very pleasing. Okay, but I don't think people realize how amazing that bar of progress was towards the end of the semester last semester. Like... And it took me like a whole hour to put together. Like I just, I spent like way too much time, but I love it. Cause I wanted to know like, yeah. Cause, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure like the last month or something, I was like, guys, we're like 90% done with yeah. the semester. And then like before our last exam, you were like, we're 98% through the semester, you guys. <laughs> and it was just so like interesting to hear because you're like, wow, I'm actually almost done. Um, yeah, I loved it. I And I think like at the end of the semester, I like, Posted it on my Instagram story, and I was like, guys, oh my I gosh. did it, I finished. You're like, and in case anyone see- was wondering, I made it through my semester with this Google Sheet. And you could literally see how many assignments you had. Yeah, I think that's a really like you, cool but maybe it, overwhelming thing to see. It, it did, like, it... Oh, I, I also started doing this thing where um, each week I would hide the things that I've already completed, so I'm oh. focused on what I actually need to do. Yeah. Um... I loved it. It helped me stay in check and know what I have to do. And, you know, like, sometimes professors will put things on the syllabus and then not mention it in class. And yes. then you're like, shoot, like, you know. That's why and you that got to look at those syllabuses. Why... Or syllabi. <laughs> syllabi. Yeah. So this semester, I'm doing something a little bit differently. I'm, like, going on and on and on about my prize possession. You're planning anyway. and everything. No, but I'm really excited to hear about this because... I think, because you at first weren't going to do it, but then I saw it on TikTok (laughs) and then sent it to you and you were like, oh my gosh, it's free for students. Um, So please explain the TikTok. Okay. Yes. So I, I need to get off TikTok. I need to delete it, but I'm still addicted. But recently my feed has been stuff catered to me. So like stuff on Procreate for my little doodling things. And so on my page, there was this video of this planning calendar thing called Notion, which I had never heard of before. But it's like just a quick 60, 30, maybe second video. So I was like, oh, I'll watch it. This looks cool. And all of a sudden I'm watching it and it's like, oh, alert. If you are a student, it's free for you. And so it already Mm -hmm. had my attention. And so all of a sudden (laughs) it's all this organization and it looks beautiful and there's all these pretty colors and it's online. And so I immediately sent it to Mariana and I was like, look at this this is amazing and you were like oh my god I know about that but I didn't realize it was free you were like I didn't do it before because like I didn't want to pay money for something like that when I have google um and so you got it and you've started using it and I want to get it but I just haven't had a free second yet to really explore it yet but you've started learning it and I really want to hear more about it I I will say notion is overwhelming and like I was trying to do something today during one of my classes and I, I wasn't working and I got like really frustrated. I, I'm definitely like I was I also like started looking up different videos and like oh things on Instagram. Yes. Um and people go all out with it. But for for those who don't know Notion, um hashtag not sponsored. W- wish I was. <laughs> oh my but gosh. Anyway, Notion sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor us. Um it's this kind of like I don't even know what the official name of it, but 
it's this huge system where you can just organize everything and you can even like implement it with teams um not like the microsoft teams but like with teams of people that you work with it's, it could be like a project management tool a note-taking tool an organization tool it's just like honestly really really cool and i don't even know maybe like a third of its features but for school i have kind of three sections so i have personal and then i have one for academics and then i have one for clubs and organizations wait repeat that you've personal academic and then organizations yes okay i pulled up the website so that as you're explaining it i can like see the different stuff you're talking about so that's (laughs) yeah no it's really cool And then I have, so kind of like, I recreated that spreadsheet that I did last semester, Mm -hmm. and I created, so in Notion, the spreadsheets are called databases, because each item in that data, in that quote-unquote database, is, can be its own page, which is really cool. So this is what I did, so before the semester started, I went through all the syllabi, and I put into the database all my assignments, like I've done in the past. And then I created a filter and a sort that filters, um, it only shows me the assignments that I have one week from today, things that are due for one day, one week from today. I also added a column that has, um, counts down the days until that assignment is due, Ah, which has been really cool. Smart. Yeah. Um, and And so then I have the classes are tags, which are color organized. But then what my favorite thing about it is like, say, you know, for one of our classes, we've had to do like, what, three readings so far. Mm -hmm. And if I don't take little notes while I do a reading, I will not remember anything about it. But I didn't want to make like a whole separate A whole like Word document for like three bullet points. Exactly. So I went into that like the the sheet that had my assignment and I just clicked it and opened it as a page and then put my notes there yes okay awesome right I don't know if you realize this I'm gonna let you finish I feel like I sound like Kanye with the Taylor Swift thing if you know what I'm talking about (laughs) yes I'm gonna let you finish but I have something to say really quick (laughs) I'm looking through this website and Notion kind of like roasts in a way, other applications that, like, it just replaces. I don't know if you saw this when you first got it, but it was... Okay, so, for example, <laughs> for notes and documents, it literally says, replaces Google Docs and Evernote. And, like, for <laughs> um, team... Or but... For Slack. Like, it replaces you, Slack, apparently. But you can embed You can also all embed. That that's what I was into, about to add. Yeah, which... That's what I was saying is, like, I... I mean, like, for Google Slides or something, like, I use Google Drive. I've been using it since high school. Yeah. So I'm able to embed these things. I embedded... So I created a page for each of my classes Mm -hmm. that I could access from my dashboard. And in each of my classes, I create... I have, like, a table of contents where I keep my notes. So, like, for each lesson or for each lecture... And then I can like click that lecture and embed certain things. So in the home page of each class, I put the I embedded the syllabus so that if I needed to look at the syllabus, I don't have to go on Canvas if the Wi-Fi is down or yeah. I don't have to like right. I don't have to download the file over again. Like I can just see it right then and there. Yeah, which has been really good. Um, and then I'm I it's just like it's so nice. It's, I'm able to organize everything. And then I have my I I can see like when things are due. 
I can change that quote unquote database that has all my assignments into calendar view and it literally puts it in a calendar for me automatically it's really cool I really like it I, there's a lot of things I still have to learn with it yeah but if you like these kinds of things I really recommend just like take a look there's so many like templates that are available so many youtubers that have all kinds of videos about it like there's a lot of resources yeah. but I will say that it does take time so you kind of have to do like cost benefit analysis here and see if yes it's, if it's actually going to help you um, I have a couple questions for you that people who are listening might be interested about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so first, do you, did you download the desktop app or do you just use yes. it? Okay. And then the second... I have the desktop app and then I also have the iPhone app so I can see on my phone all this information. Yeah. My third question is, was it hard to sign up with the student discount thing or whatever to get it for free? Because I'm seriously about to download it right now. <laughs> No, I think I literally just had to put my school email. It was really simple. Oh, okay. So Mm -hmm. maybe I'll explore this tonight instead of doing my homework. (laughs) (laughs) Again, cost-benefit analysis. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, and then another thing that I have on my Notion, but I also did this before, um, like last semester, before I even knew that I could get Notion for free. But I have a to-do list that is separated into three parts. And so the first section is the things that I have to do today, like no matter what, either things that are due like tonight or like I can't go to sleep unless I finish these items. Mm -hmm. And then I have another section that's like, would be nice to do soon. Yeah. Or like things that I like want to be able to do. And then the third section is just like future maybes. Okay. Um. And that, this was a tip that uh, our friend Peter gave <laughs> me because I was ranting to him about how stressed I was before one of our CU Hackett meetings. Um, but breaking down my to-do lists into a smaller doable list. Because, you know, like, to-do lists can get kind of crazy. But if I just have one list that has what I actually have to do for today and I can, I can like, check it off and feel good about myself... That makes me so much more productive and it also makes me feel like, you know, it could be 10 o'clock at night and I feel like, oh, I didn't do anything today. But that's not true. Like I've done I've done little things and it's also helped me to break down my tasks into smaller tasks. Yes. So if I have like seven videos I need to watch for whatever reason, uh, I can be like, okay, watch videos through one through four today and then four, four to seven or five to seven tomorrow yes. or whatever. No, I think that's really good. So then you're not feeling overwhelmed, but then it also forces you to get it done in a reasonable amount of time on time. Um, one thing that I have done this semester is since we're home, I I do have like a second little monitor I can have so I can like take notes on my computer, but I've been forcing myself to take the notes from class by hand in a notebook that I have. And I think for me, mm-hmm. that has helped me a lot because then I can like star something that I think... I have a question about or whatever. And I think another good thing is one of our classes does this, but while we're watching, it's like a flip classroom type of thing. But while we're watching the video, it will stop and ask us a question about what we literally just watched like a minute ago. And that has helped me so much with retaining the information that we learned from the flip classroom. So when we go into class, I can be like, oh yeah, I saw this when we watched this video and I don't like, can we, can you reiterate what is it, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, so for me, that's mm-hmm. been really helpful. And I want to try to do that with my other classes because I think that has really helped me retain information for the class so far. So then when I have the exam, I'll hopefully already remember information. There's research done that says that writing on paper helps things yeah. stick into memory. Yeah. And like um, writing it down with different just... color. I know you don't, but writing I, it down. Like, I just. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it doesn't I know work for I, everyone. I'm supposed to. Yeah. But... My hand has been hurting because I... I'm not used to writing so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think to wrap it up with all of this, with all these study habits, hopefully we've helped you guys. But making study groups too, even though it's hard right now. Send an announcement in your class and be like, join a group me. And so then you like have mm-hmm. a group of people, even since you don't, since you may not know everyone in your class or figure out who you know in the class and reach out to them. So then you can text them or email them with any questions you may have. Make yourself go to office hours. Keep yourself accountable for all your work. Do your work on time. Get it done the night before, even if you want to just wake up early and finish it before. Get it done that night so you can go to sleep knowing that it's already done for tomorrow And then that way you can have more time, hopefully, to yourself to, like, relax, go for a walk, exercise, watch a movie. So then you're not just doing schoolwork all day, every day, since that's, like, the only thing we have to do right now at home, if you are home. (laughs) Um, And hopefully you're still being safe and taking Mm -hmm. COVID seriously because it's still going on, whether you like it or not. And try to make the most of it while you're still in your classes and learning and hopefully still having fun safely. Perfect perfect wrap up thank you all right well everyone thank you so much for listening to our podcast today join us next time for another episode of cash chat we post every other week and don't forget to follow us on instagram at cash.chat and don't forget to subscribe to spotify apple podcasts and most other platforms and give us a good rating on apple podcasts